0: Hmm. Recorded live. <laughs>
1: Lord we bring Your worthy Lord, Your worthy Lord, Your worthy Lord.
2: Greetings, thanks. Once again, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
1: Christian Church, worldwide, Houston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once night. all your ways, wonderful things, all your
2: Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty and glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. This is the day that he has made. Let us rejoice, children of God. Let us be glad in it. We thank God for another day. He has added to our lives thank God for his provisions one more time. We thank God for his presence one more time. Understand something, child of God. It is a privilege and an honor to be able to worship the true and living God. It's a privilege and an honor. What if God had, had, had taken from you today the ability to speak? You know that has happened before. Individuals not using, you're you really doing dangerous stuff if you are there not using your, your voice or your mouth or your tongue for the right thing. You're you, you really on dangerous ground. There are individuals in scripture uh, that had the ability to speak removed from them behind not using their mouth properly. I want to encourage somebody tonight, start speaking well. Start using your mouth for what God gave it to you for to proclaim his word, to speak as an oracle of God. God has not given you these mouths. God has not given you these tongues to be backbiting, to be gossiping, to be evil speaking, but rather God has given you and I the ability to speak that we might echo his words to a dying generation, that we may echo his words and the glorious gospel of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to dying souls in the four corners of the earth. Use your mouth right now. Use your mouth right. Use your mouth right. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled, Until Things Get Worse. Until Things Get Worse. And we, we know that some some things folk just not going to hear, they just not going to believe, they just not going to change until, until God makes some things worse for you. Just you, just you, just ain't trying to do what God say on some, until things get worse. Let us hear God so that He don't have to make things worse on us. Cause whatever state your body is in, it could be worse. Whatever state your 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 marriage is in, it could be worse. Whatever state your finances are in, your health are, is in. What what whatever your car, whatever state your car is in, your house, whatever. It could be worse. Let us get in the habit of thanking God that things are as well what as they as they are. Praise God. Praise God. Capital A in our outline: Pharaoh. Look at Exodus eleven and six, Genesis twelve and twenty. Capital B: The king you choose. First Samuel eight eighteen, First Kings one forty nine. Capital C in our outline: I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, numbers twenty two and twenty eight. Exodus 16 and 15. It brought us down to capital D in our outline today. Rougher and rougher. Rougher and rougher. We're looking at situations and circumstances where things have gotten rougher and rougher. And if it had not been for the intervention of the Lord, uh, no telling how things may have turned out. We looked earlier today at the book of Jonah chapter 1, verse 11, and we're going to look briefly tonight at Mark chapter 4, verse 37. Mark chapter 4, verse 37. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Once again, Mark 4 and 37, from the
0: New International Verse, a
2: furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Capital D in our outline, what? Rougher and rougher. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, we thank you, we praise you, we adore you, we reverence you, we magnify you. This is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. We give you glory tonight, Father, for so many things that you have done to us, through us, and for us. Pray, Father, that your will will be done in our midst tonight that your word will be spoken. Not just spoken, Heavenly Father, but as it goes out into the four corners of the earth, may lives be changed in the name of Jesus. May stories be rewritten. May the plans of the adversary and the lives of your people be thwarted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We ask, Father, that you continue Lead and guide us in your path of righteousness for your name's sake. We are your little children. We are your people. You are our God. Speak, Father. For your servants, your people, your children, we are listening. Let your name be glorified, exalted, and praised. These and all other blessings we count done in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Our Lord and our Savior. Let God's people say Amen.
0: Capital D in our outline. Rougher and rougher. Sometimes in this life, children of God, even
2: for us as disciples, which means learned one. With
0: Jesus. On board, things can get, what, rougher and rougher. But I want to encourage
2: about 9,000 of you out there under the sound of my voice that with Jesus on board, meaning Jesus in your heart, Jesus down in your spirit, down in your 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 innermost man. I want to encourage you all that all things will work together for your good. I just I just see somebody under the sound of my voice that needs to know that all things, it doesn't mean that things won't get rougher and rougher. It don't mean that you won't have some storms. It don't mean that you won't have some trials and some tribulations and some difficulties. But I want to encourage you. I, have to see, I see you under the sound of my voice. see some souls under the sound of my voice that need a confirmation that you didn't make the mistake in getting saved. That, 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 that you're not on the wrong course with salvation. Now, we may make some wrong decisions in life. Each one of us do that on a daily basis. But I want to encourage you, child of God, that making the decision to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior was the best decision you have ever made. And that is a decision that not only has consequences and positive ramifications in this life, but have positive consequences and ramifications in the life to come. Things may get rougher and rougher, but... I want to let you to know that just the way Jesus smoothed things out for his disciples on the lake at the appointed time, God is going to smooth everything out for you. At the appointed somebody, somebody, somebody's out there being blessed tonight. God is going to smooth things out for us as his little children. Let's look at what the Bible John and Mark chapter four, verse thirty five, the Bible says that day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side. Now I want to deal with that a little bit because it's important. The disciples ran into a storm on the lake. They ran into a storm as they were attempting to go from one side of the lake to the next side of the lake. I want to let you to know, child of God that in order for you to go from where you were to where God wants you, you're going to run into some storms. I'm going to run into some storms. The disciples were following the word of God. The disciples were following Jesus' command. And in following Jesus' command, I want you to know that everything is not always going to go smooth in your life. Everything is not always going to go smooth in your marriage, in your family, in your finances, in your church and your business and your everything is not always, but Jesus said, let's go to the other side. Jesus said, look, I'm, I want you to go from where you are to another place. And in between where you are and the other place that God has for you, there are storms that you're going to have to pass through for you and for me and for the disciples in our text. They weren't going to the other side because they just wanted to go to the other side, or they weren't going to the other side because they thought it would be clever or a nice thing for them to go to the other side, but rather, they were going in obedience to God. Oh, somebody's being blessed tonight. Some of you all under the sound of my voice, you know that you have, have launched out into that business at the command of God. Some of you know that you have began that ministry at the command of God. Some of you know that you are, the things that you have done, you have done at the command of God and are running into storms. Some of you are wondering, why am I going through this storm? Why am I going through this trial? I know that God told me to do this. I know that God told me to go this way. I know God told me. I want to encourage you tonight, child of God, that sometimes listening to God You and I will run into storms. Bible says that in verse 36, leaving the crowd behind,
0: they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. Verse 37, a furious squall came up.
2: A furious. This this in other words, this was no lightweight storm. This was these were no lightweight waves. This was no lightweight experience. In other words, children of God, there gonna be times when we're gonna go through some real serious trials. We're gonna go through some real serious tribulations. We're gonna go through some real difficulties, we're gonna go through some real
0: problems. To, this was a furious Wow. And the waves broke over the boat,
2: so that was nearly swamped. Now, I got to talk to, I got to talk, I guess, to about 3,000 of you all out there. Some of you have been through some trials in life where you weren't. Nearly swamped. Where you nearly, you nearly, you you nearly went down. When a boat gets swamped, that means so much, so much water has come into it that it just sinks. Now it it, it can it can no longer float. It can no longer stay afloat. Some of us have been through such such difficulties and such trials and such hardships in life that we were nearly swamped. And I, I want to praise God tonight because the key word is nearly nearly means you got real, real close, but I thank God that because God is on board, the boat was not swamped, but rather because God was on board, they got real, real close, but God didn't let them go over the edge, you got some of you all got real, real close to killing yourself, but God didn't let you go over the edge, some of you got real, real close to divorcing that wife, but God didn't let you go over the edge, some of you got real, real close to taking your gun and going down to that, that former job and shooting everybody that mistreats. Some of you got real, real close, but God, it nearly swamped. You nearly. Oh, my, my spirit is going to a rap song that was out many years ago when I was, I think I might have been a teenager, a very, very young man, but the brother in the rap song said, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm about to lose my head. Say, I'm close, I'm close, I'm close. Some of us have been close to some very, very unfavorable situations. Some of us have been close to doing some things that we would have regretted the rest of our life. Some of us have been nearly swamped. We thank God that nearly don't mean swamped. We thank God that close don't mean that we got it. There are individuals in heaven that that have answered Jesus' questions so well that Jesus said, "You, you are close to the kingdom of God. Listen, children of God, we don't, want, we don't want to just be close to the blessings of God. Because that means we still haven't got it yet. We want to get, there's some things that we don't want to just be close to. There's some things we want to get to. And then there's some other things that we
1: don't,
2: we, we, we thank God that we was only close to it, that we didn't, uh, let, that, that that didn't happen to us. This was a situation. We thank God that we only got close. We were only nearly swamped. The Bible says, but Jesus was in the stern, or down in the bottom of the boat, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Now, here's where we got to be very, very careful, children of God, and the Lord is dealing with me to share this with you. The disciples looked at the situation that was on ground and began to walk by sight instead of walking by faith. Keep this in mind now. Stay with me. Put this down in your notes, children of God. Anytime we walk by sight and not by faith, we we endanger ourselves. Say, Apostle, what do you mean? Walking by sight is walking by what you see, walking by what you think, walking by what you believe, but walking by faith is walking by what God sees, walking by what God thinks, walking by what God knows. All right, now let's, let's look at the difference here. This is very, very important, children of God, and I'm seeing a number of you out there under the sound of my voice that are getting ready to be blessed by this. you find yourself in a difficult situation in life, going through a difficult time, going through hardships, going to always go back to God's original word concerning that situation. Always go back to God's original word, because wherever you are at in your life, whatever is going on in your life, whatever is happening in your life, there is a reason for that. Just keep that in mind. There's a reason. There's a, there's a reason. There's a reason that happened to you. There's a reason certain things have happened to me. Everything that happens, there's a reason. There's a reason. And as we get closer to God and sensitize ourselves to God, God will begin to reveal to us the reasons why certain things have taken place in your life. Every plant has a root. Every plant has a root. Every building has a foundation. Now, the original word from God in our text was what? What was what did God originally say before all of this storm, before all of these wind, before all of these waves, what did God say? Let's go to the to the other side. All right. The original word from God was let's go to the other side. Now, you say, Apostle, why is that important? That's important to understand and important to keep your eyes on because if you keep your eyes on what God has said and keep believing and keep trusting and keep having faith in what God has said, whatever happens to you on the way to that is not going to throw you off. It's not going to shake your faith. It is only when we take our eyes off of the Word of God and start believing what we see, start believing what we feel, start believing what we believe, instead of trusting in what God has said, that we end up like these disciples. Say, Apostle, how did the disciples are now talking about drowning? The disciples are now questioning whether or not God cares. The disciples, see that's the kind of stuff we run into. See, some of us and some of us, you know, we've run into some situations, and because we didn't keep our our minds and our hearts fixed on the Word of God, we start wondering if God even care about us. We start wondering if if, if we getting ready to die. We start wondering if if our business is getting ready to fail. We start wondering all kinds of different things when we take our eyes off of the Word. When we take our eyes off of what. God said. This is why God instructs us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. That means keep your eyes fixed on the manifested word of God. Doesn't matter what's going on all around you and what people are saying and what people are doing and what people are believing. What does God, what
0: has God said? These disciples. Had let go of what God
2: had said, and now they starting to believe what the adversary said. Because God hadn't said anything about drowning. God hadn't said anything about He didn't care about them. God hadn't said any all this. See, You say Apostle, what you trying to get us understand? People start talking all kind of talk when they when they when they not listening to God. Oh, people start coming up with all kind of stuff. A lot of time I just be listening to folk. Just be listening to folk. They come up with all kind of stuff, rather than listen to God. Rather than do like God said. Rather than oh, now they done got they got plan. Now they got instead of plan A with God, now they got plan B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, and K, L, M, N, O, P, and then Q. Uh, I, 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 what did God say? See, God has got. Watch this now. God has got the amazing ability to simplify your jive, to simplify your life, to simplify your, your walk with him, to simplify your marriage, to simplify your family. Because God has got the amazing ability to simplify, but God says, I also have the amazing ability too, Robert, to complicate your jive. When you don't listen to me, God said, nobody can simplify like me, saith the Lord. God said, I can make things real simple. I can make things real plain. But if you don't want to listen to me, God said, there's nobody that can complicate things like me. There's nobody that can confuse and shake up and, and tear up some stuff like me. Question you got to ask yourself under the sound of my voice. Do you want God to simplify your life or do you want God to complicate your life? No, can't nobody. are always saying, can't nobody. Come on, saints, help me sing it. Do me like Jesus, come on, sing It just can't nobody. Mm-hmm, that's right. Do me like the Lord. Oh, come on. Can't nobody. Come on, sing it out. Do me like Jesus. He's my friend. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And ain't and 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 ain't, and ain't a, ain't a lie. Been sung. But see, I can sing another song too. And won't no lie be sung.
1: Can't nobody uh-huh, beat me like Jesus.
0: Can't nobody mm-hmm, beat me like the Lord. See, that's true too. There's a whole lot of
2: songs where it can be said, Can't nobody bless you like the Lord, but can't nobody curse you like the Lord. Can't nobody build you up like the Lord, but can't nobody tear your job down like the Lord. Can't nobody heal you like the Lord, and can't nobody inflict you with uh, serious diseases like the Lord. You need to understand that thing works both ways. Oh, I can sing both songs. Now, I might wouldn't get no whole lot of amens if I bust in your bust in average church. Can't nobody kill me like Jesus. See,
0: see you know, people are like, what? What is, what is that? It's just as true as can't nobody do me like Jesus. It's just as true. We're about done tonight, children Now the disciples talking about teacher, don't you care? Don't, don't you care about us? And that's some these are some of the these are some of the
2: questions we be asking when we get off when we, we get our eyes off the word. Lord, don't you care? Don't you see what I'm going through in this marriage? Lord, don't you, don't you see what I'm going through in this ministry? Don't you even care? Lord, don't you, don't you see what I'm going through in this in this community, in this generation? Right, Lord, don't you care? That's what we started thinking. Because we done got off, got our eyes off the word, off what God had said originally. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And I want to encourage, I guess, about 5,000 of you out there on the other side. If Jesus said, you're going to the other side, then you're going to the other side. I don't care what the storm, I don't care what the tribulation, I don't care what your enemies say, what your enemies think, and what your enemies do. If God has said, we're going to the other side, then child of God, we're going to the other side.
0: Everything other than that which is looking like we're going to the other
2: side is a trick of the devil. Let me say that again. If God has said we're going to the other side and stuff come up that look like we ain't going to the other side, all that is is a test or a trick of the devil to try to get you to believe and walk by sight rather than walking by what? Faith. Let's get ready to close
0: this message. We don't have to be in here all night. Yes, I'm hearing the Lord say, I care about you. God said, look,
2: Robert, tell them I cared about you when you didn't even care about me. All right, try that one on. Try that one on. So asking me, questioning me as to whether or not I care about you. God said, I, I, I. I came and died for you while you were yet sinners. I didn't die for you when you were saved. I didn't die for you when you were sanctified. I didn't die for you when you were filled with the Holy Ghost. God said, I died for you when you was in the club. I died for you when you were blaspheming. I I died for you when you were getting drunk on Saturday night, when you were sleeping with different men and different, God said, that's the you that I died for. Good God in this place, while you were yet sinners, How are you going to question me as to whether or not I care? I die, but the question is not whether I care
0: about you. The question is, do you care about me? Got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. He
2: got up, rebuked, wait a minute, the wind, and the way you told the wind to do something different, and wind said, yes, the Lord. You told waves in the angry sea to do something different, and waves said, yes, the Lord. Yes, yes, a boss. God told wind and waves to do something different. Now, what you think he can do with that tumor that the doctor said was malignant? What do you think he can do with that wayward son or that wayward daughter that has gotten off track? What, when God, it, God said, I told the wind and the waves to get right, and they obey. In the book of Jonah, I told a fish, a huge fish. Me and Pastor Hood were talking about that a little earlier. A power of fish to swallow up my prophet. What do you? God said, What? What? What exactly do you think? God said, I tell the devil where to go, and where not to go. I tell demons where they can go. And where they can't go, God said, "The only way a devil gonna get to you, or
0: a demon gonna get to you, or your enemy, gonna, God says, I gotta, I gotta let him in. That's the only way. God, our God, I was is an awesome God who
2: reigns, who reigns. Do you understand what that means? God said that means I am in complete control. No, 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 uh, uh." No, ain't What? No in, no out, no popular vote, no electoral college. God say I'm not running for office. See, and when you got folk that ain't running for office, they ain't got to tell you no lie. See, some of y'all out there on the time my voice, you got pastors and got denominations, different things with characters, be trying to get voted in and all that.
0: Look, I ain't running for no office around here. I ain't running for no office. Understand, as children of God, we don't have to run for no office. I am what God made me. Nothing more and
2: nothing less. You can, Listen, you can't vote me into what God made me, and you can't vote me out of what God made me. It's out of your hands, and it's in the Lord. Just like this storm, it was out of the disciples' hands, but it was in the Lord. And I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice. Whatever storm you're going through under the sound of my voice may be out of your hands, but it's not out of God's. It might be beyond your control, but it's not beyond God's control. It may be beyond your ability to do anything with it, but God says it's not beyond my ability. Peter, you can't rebuke the way. You can't rebuke the way, but God says, I can. Whatever we can't do, remember that we serve a God who can. And I'm just crazy enough tonight to want to be with the God who can. I might have to preach that. The God who what?
0: Can. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the wind died down. See, you say, Apostle, what you driving at? There's some storms in your life,
2: my brothers and my sisters. The reason why they ain't going nowhere, because God ain't, God ain't spoke on it yet. God ain't spoke on it. See. God just hadn't spoken. Why were these wind and waves just doing all this kind of stuff, all in a kind of way? God hadn't spoken. And see, this is why we want to get ourselves up under the word of God, because the more word of God you get yourself up under, the more God will speak on the winds and waves in your life. The more God will speak on the problems and, and, and difficulties and hardships, and the more God will straighten stuff out. But you out there, you don't want to get up under the word of God, so the winds and waves keep raging in your life. You don't want to get up under the word of God, so the winds and waves keep the winds and waves keep raging in your marriage. You don't want to get up under the word of God, so the winds and waves keep raging in your family, in your church, in your business stuff just coming in, all from all kind of different angles. Be get up under the word of God and let God speak on that stuff. Settle that stuff down and calmly get you some peace, which surpasseth all understanding. God spoke. What was the difference between what was going on and what started going on? God spoke. Why was the winds and the waves, why they had to stop? God spoke. Why is it some of us got a peace uh, that, that surpasses understanding? God has spoken in some hearts. God has spoken in some minds. Why some of us uh, got peace in our marriage, some of the rest of y'all out there, you just waiting for her to go to sleep so you can kill her. She just waiting for you to go to
0: sleep so she can Why? God has spoke. God has spoke. What took them from raging
2: waves and wind and nearly swamp to everything calm and
0: completely still, God has spoke. Are you looking at me kind of funny? Starting to get the picture, ain't
2: you? Starting to get the picture. That's good. God's word mate. Pastor Hood and I we talk about a good two, three hours. Oh man, if we didn't go back and forth today on the telephone. About two to three good hours. And we we come to the conclusion that this thing boiled down to the word of God. They uh Pastor Hood, if you're watching the Lord, bless you out there, man of God. Boil down to the Word of God. Because everything that exists came into being through the word of God. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. So when you get down into the word of God, you're getting down to the origin of things. you get getting to the root of things. you get getting to the root. When you get down into the word of God, you're getting down into a power that can keep Satan, the only power
0: that can keep Satan and demonic spirits at bay. Come on. Wind and the waves died down,
2: and it was completely calm. God can bring some calmness to you. Some of you out there taking all kind of medicine, try to go to sleep, taking all kinds of medicine, try to wake up, taking all kinds of medicine to get your heart rate going, trying to get take all kinds of medicine to get your penis hard. God can, listen, God
0: can settle down. The Bible says, when died down, it was completely
2: calm. And he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? And God is still asking that question to a whole lot of us.
0: What you afraid of? Death is not a bad thing. Hell is. Second death is.
2: But for us as children of God, and the Lord was always dealing with me on this earlier today, Death is not a bad thing, because for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. See, some of us don't accepted the world's perception of death, because to the world, death is a pretty bad thing, because see, now you don't have no more chance to get right with God, and now if you and if you didn't get right with God, now you in hell somewhere. That ain't the case with us, children of God. Death ushers us into the presence of our creator, ushers us into the presence of our savior, us is just right on right into the bosom
0: of the Lord. Where you gonna so why you going asking? why you afraid of death for? You afraid to be with me, Robert?
2: No, Lord. I want to be with you. So why you afraid of death for? That's 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 how you got to get to me unless
0: I return before you die. You got to you got to that's what you got to pass that's how you got to pass through to get to me. Why were you afraid? See, Jesus knew the
2: answer to that. Now, the reason why we be afraid, because there's still some mess in us. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. reason why we be afraid of dying, because we know there's still some mess in us. Because perfect love casteth out what? All fear. That's why we be afraid. Man. Brother Brian, you find yourself scared. Yeah, Lord, why? Because you know you still got some mess in you. That's the only reason. Perfect love. And so as we are perfected in love, put them right back on the seesaw again. When your fear side is up real, real high, that means that your perfection is down real, real low. But as God perfects you more and more, you're going to find your fear going down and going down. Jesus said, do you still have no faith? Jesus said, that's what the problem is. That's why you got a lot of this faith, a lot of this fear. Or oh, you can put fear and faith on it. When your fear side is up real, real high, it's because your faith is down so low. That's why you're scared, because your faith is low. But if you raise your fear, raise your faith, increase your faith, your fear, one of the saints said fear is down, just like Seesaw. Saints, let's close this message now. We'll just close this message. The Bible says they were terrified. Still, look at that. God done work the miracle. God done settled everything down. And some of uh, some of uh, the disciples were still terrified. Some of you all under the sound of my voice. The shooting done stopped. You still terrified. The rat done been caught in the trap. You still terrified. The accident done happened. You still the, the, the car beside you got hit. You still terrified. The disciples were still terrified.
0: <coughs> they asked each other. Still terrified? Still asking questions. Who is this? Even the
2: winds and the waves obey him. Well, they got across. When they did get across the lake in the region of Gadra, demon-possessed men, two of them came running to to Jesus, fell right at his feet. Ah, son of the most high God, what do you want with us? Have you come to torment us before the appointed time? In other words, while the disciples were still asking questions and trying to figure out who Jesus was, the demon-possessed men knew exactly who he was. Ah, son of the most high God. Demons know exactly. When you and I is asking questions about what God is talking about, demons know what God is talking about. When you and I are trying to figure out what the, what what God
0: wants and what God is doing, demons be knowing exactly. This is one of the reasons why we got to study
2: to show not just to show ourselves approved unto God, but so that we can know
0: we can know the truth.
2: And we don't get twisted
0: up by the adversary and his angels' mess. Big story. When they saw Jesus from a distance, they ran and fell at his, his knees in front of him, shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with
2: me, Jesus, son of the most high God? The demon-possessed man knew exactly who he was, Jesus' disciples still trying to
0: figure out. Who? Who? What kind of man? What, what? Who is this? What kind of man is there? Rougher and rougher. Just because we see, don't mean that we're not going to experience some things getting rougher and rougher.
2: Just because we got Jesus on board don't mean that we're not going to experience some things They get rougher and rougher. But I want to encourage you on the sound of my voice. Keep your eyes fixed on what God has said so that you don't get yourself twisted up by what you can see, by what things is looking like, what things is feeling like. God has not told us to walk by emotions. God has not told us to walk by, you know, what we think. He's not told us to walk by what we believe. Uh Uh-uh. What did you say, Lord? That's it. And I and anything other than that, I know that's a mess in me. What did you say? You said I'm more than a conqueror. You said I can do all things through Jesus Christ with you. you said I'm the head and not the tail. You said that you'll be with me always, even unto the ends of You said, you said, You said. You said, you said, uh-uh, you said, Lord, you said, uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I can't get caught up in, the, in this here what the devil is trying to show me.
0: Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. You said, Lord, you said,
2: you said. I had to preach that. You said, Lord, get that down. Lord, bless you, children of God. Have him continue to smile
0: on each of you. You said, you said, you said, Lord, Saints you can reach us through email at thechristnesternchurch at gmail.com.
1: Check out our website, wwwchurchcom backslash member, backslash t, backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talkshoe, Spreecast,
2: YouTube, and iTunes at 9 6 p.m. daily. On Talkshoe call
1: 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless bless you in heaven, smile you.
2: In Jesus' name, amen.